Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. This is Chelsea. This is Aaron. And we have a most wonderful special guest in the studio this evening. He's also a frequent guest on my other podcast, Cabernet A, about Pretty Little Liars. He's a neighbor in Astoria. He's hilarious comedian, Leo Martin, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Clap him on to the podcast. Clap him on. Uh, Leo, thank you so much. We've been, I feel like, trying to get you uh, on the podcast a while, ever since you gave me a teaser <laughs> of a ghosted story you thought you could tell, which you will be telling in addition to your other story tonight. Um, okay. So that's a super tease for the rest of the show. But before we get into some like topical shit, some ghostings, we have a review. We're so bad about we did. And I forget if we I think we did read the other reviews we got a while back. But then we have a new one. It's not super new. It's like two months old. <laughs> But we're really bad about checking. But we want to read it because we want to encourage you guys. It like means so much to us when you review because obviously then um, we pop up and searches more and more people can learn about ghosting. But we have a review from Taylor Murgo. And she says, love this podcast, dating nightmares, ghostings, feminism, laughs, vocal frying cats. We need more <laughs> frequent episodes. Weekly just isn't filling my love cup up. Almost think the ending is my favorite, not because it's over, but because the boo is so on point. So Aww. thanks, Taylor. If you guys want to write a review, live your life. Give us all the stars that you see fit. Mm-hmm. Email us your ghosted stories at ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter and friend us on Facebook. And Leo, sorry, we're talking a lot. No, take care of your business. <laughs> we want you though your input on this we have um if you guys listened you know not too long ago we had an episode where we read s- some of your emails one of them was from a listener named trish hey trish hi trish and we asked for updates on the two emails that we read and um, both of them came through and we're going to get to we're going to talk about the another and uh, the uh, other email update we got on the forest situation oh, yeah. alias forest uh, coming up in a soon episode, but Trish's update, uh, if you remember, and we caught Leo up to speed offline, but basically Trish found out that the guy she was seeing was actually getting married to another girl, also named Trish, and she <laughs> confronted him like a fucking rock star, and then here's her update. Um, hey, ladies, Rob's story about the manhole was terrible. <laughs> it was! <laughs> I'm so glad he was okay. You asked for an update on what I was doing now and whether um, there was an addendum. He did call me four years later, two years after his divorce. It was so unexpected that I wasn't even bitchy. We talked for probably an hour. He mentioned not being able to find this album he once had that became a collector's item. I was like, that's probably because you left it at my place. Probably because I was being so nice. He was like, cool. When did you, th- when do you think I could come and get it? Never. And I said, you're never seeing it again. And we both <laughs> laughed. So that night I'm at an outdoor concert with my friends and who do I see? Mike. I must have mentioned my plans because he showed up alone. And all I could think was why the heck was I ever in love with this guy? I was also pretty annoyed that I had to get him to leave. My friends, including the one who told me about his wedding, were not happy to see him. So after a couple of minutes, I turned towards my friends while saying, I'm going to get back to my friends. And as I'm turning back to him, he just kissed me. That is not okay no that's horrible and i just stood there for a minute and then looked at him and said i'm not in love with you anymore and i just went back to my friends good going trish and then when i got home i blocked his number nice i never saw him again but my brother did and honestly i never thought that would happen if mike ran into my family 
My brother went out for drinks about five years later, and I was very buzzed. Mike plops down next to him. They had always really liked each other for the six and a half years that we dated. Uh. Mike goes on and on about how miserable he is and how I was love his, his life, and he fucked up, and he should have married me instead, blah, blah, blah. My brother let him go on for about 10 minutes and says, Hey, Mike, you know what I think? You're actually the second fucking asshole to tell me the same sob story, and I'm just pretty thrilled my sister never married either one of you because <laughs> you didn't deserve her. Oh, that assery runs nice. in the family. That's on their crest. <laughs> Wow. So it. why don't you fuck off and stop ruining my night? <laughs> oh my god! And then you told me to stop dating people he knew. <laughs> I would shake that guy's hand. Right? Yeah, I wish we could. Does he want to come on Ghost Stories? I did get married once, but he came out as trans. After transitioning, she told me on my birthday that she wanted a divorce after 13 years of marriage so she could date men. Like oh, well. on her on her birthday? Yeah, apparently. That's rough. I mean, it's a lot. I now happily live in New Hampshire with my boyfriend of eight years, who I will never marry, and I work in a historic building restoration, which I love, and I have an adorable chubby cat and watch way too much Scientology and Unsolved Crime TV. Oh, Trish. (laughs) I love you ladies. You're both amazing and so funny. Oh, my God, Trish. Well, she's the best, and she also likes Pretty Little Liars, so... And she lives in New Hampshire, and she restores historic buildings. Like, there's nothing about Trish that I'm not obsessed with. I mean... And Trish, kind Trish. of a great name. Yeah, Trish. such a good name. What great do you name. think about all that, Leo? Have you ever found out that you were being cheated on in a very um, extreme way, such as reading the wedding announcement of your girlfriend in the paper? Or being dumped on your birthday. <laughs> no, I've oh, never had that happen. Birthday. You were dumped on your birthday? Did I, I know this? I don't know. Oh, it no. happened in college, so it's like oh. kind of who cares. But like, It's still, you have feelings in college. Oh, I had all the feelings in college. (laughs) (laughs) So many have deadened away by now. But I I mean, it's not like a great, like it's not a particularly interesting story, I should say. It's like this guy that I had been like hooking up with for a few months and then it was my birthday and we like took a cab. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. We were like shit faced and we took a cab. I was like living in the Bronx near school and we got out of the cab and I was like, all right, like we're going to my apartment. And he was like, I don't think so. Real cash? Smooth. It was real. Uh, I'm thinking no. I'm thinking probably not. I was like, all right. I guess we're done. Oh my god. It was pretty great. I mean, I think it's funny now. I was devastated. Well, yeah. But also, it was one of those things where it was like I should have known, but I was just like stupid, and I was, you know, 21 or however old I was. And I think I was just like, didn't want to see the writing on the wall. And I think I was also like, really wanted to be in a relationship. And he was somebody around. So I was like, oh, like, let's do this. Right. But I remember like having friends sit me down and be like, I don't think he's that into you. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. And they were like, or you should, you need to have like a conversation about stuff because I feel like you, the two of you aren't on the same page. Right. And I didn't want to have that conversation, I think, because I knew what the outcome was going to be. So I was just sort of like, no, no, I'm going to keep like hanging out in my bliss. Right. And then, you know, whatever. And then eventually what was going to happen happened. There's a cat on my lap. I don't know where she came from. I all of a sudden just fell her little paws. She's so tiny. Um, Should we do? No, never apologize for talking to my cat. Leo, you know better than that. Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) She's adorable. Did I mention on the podcast about how somebody asked me one day if Tanuki is elderly? I was like, no. no, Why would you think Tanuki was an elderly cat? She's like, well, she's very concerned with him. And I was (laughs) It was because he was like, uh, like oh, disadvantaged like, in some way that like we should be worried about the cat. I'm like, no, he's a young, healthy cat. 
but we <laughs> very still speak about, about them a lot. They're both very no. special. Um, so, okay. That's let's, the business. Let's get into it, I guess, right? Let's just get right into our stories. Do shit oh, or? yeah, we can do topical shit, should we? Let's yeah, do it here. Pick shit. pick one. Here, wait. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll, let's do it. Yeah, pick pick a, pick a topical shit, Leo. This is from pick the one live from the pile, show. from the live show. Oops, upside down. Okay, well, whatever. They're all mixed up. Don't know what to do. 311 okay. style. There you go. What does it say? How to succeed at online dating today. <laughs> oh, my God. That's such a big Where question. Where do we begin? Well, you were talking about this before, about how you like, oh, had I, dates and stuff. So I have a date tonight. I feel like we've been banking a lot of episodes back to back recently and then rolling them out. So at this point, I don't know. I apologize. I feel like these could be out of order, but it's fine. So I have a date tonight. I, I've been... I took suddenly like a few little like freelance gigs at once so I'm really busy but I don't want to let I really do want to try to date I want to try to make it a priority and I had already been like chatting with a couple guys that we were trying to find a time to meet up and finally one got back in touch and was like hey when are we ever gonna find that time to meet up and I'm like I literally have like no evenings for the rest of the month like I don't know what to tell you um and he was like well what if we did like and, and I think I think I offered up like well what if we did I mean, I could do something like at 10 o'clock, maybe some night this week, like after the shit I have to do after work. He was like, I'm down. Let's get, do you want to get like ice cream at like 1030 or something like somewhere in between us? Uh, And I was like, yeah, let's do it. But he um, doesn't drink is what my cat's meowing. Sorry, Tanuki. Um, He doesn't drink. Uh-huh. And he says he's fine if I drink, but is that? I mean, I guess that you're in that Leo situation, Leo, because your fiance drinks and you don't. Right. But I feel like I'm a little heavier of a drinker than babe. I feel like wine Ooh. is in my veins. I think it depends but, on the person. Yeah. Well, it just depends. I mean, I don't really need to. Like, the thing is, is that like, babe, babe has like one drink and she's totally fine. And I feel like if she was like drinking a lot, it'd be kind of like right odd for me that i'm not you know like putting them down with the boys you know what i'm saying <laughs> like whatever but um yeah it's just i don't know how it's just not an issue for us like i i think we fit together in a really weird way possibly i don't know i don't know for i feel like for some people it's going to be an awkward situation right it's just not for me also i you know i i haven't like been a drinker in in like so a long, long time, yeah. but the whole time that like I've not been a drinker, I've always been around alcohol. I've been a waiter. I've served right. alcohol at a few different restaurants. I mean, for like years, I'm like opening bottles of wine for people and I'm just like around it. So it doesn't like, but I feel like some people are uncomfortable and maybe if they have a problem with it or right. it's like, they're like, Oh, I just quit drinking and I still really want to drink. I don't know what situation right. that this guy's in, but it sounds, I mean, I guess we didn't talk a lot about it. So I'm completely, this is all conjecture, but it just based on a couple other things and like his profile, it just seems like maybe he was just like, I just am not a person who's ever really drank, like whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I was thinking about more that way. Like the first thing you said, Leo, which is like, I can still get pretty drunk sometimes. And if the guy I'm seeing, not like it's cool if, Either way, I mean, whatever. Like, I don't want someone, even if they're a drinker or not, to be, like, taking care of me or something. But if I'm at a level where I'm like, yay, I'm, like, real tipsy and whatever, and then the guy's stone cold sober, is that just not going to be fun for him? I guess is the point. I will also say this. Like, I feel like when I was a drinker, I was like, if you're not a drinker, don't even ask to, like, 
hang out with me. Really? <laughs> like, let alone date me. <laughs> like, do not. Uh, beca- yeah, because I was just like, that's boring. That's That was the way I felt about it. Yeah. When I drank, I was like, we're going to get drunk all the time. Right. That's all I did for a while. Right. You know, what was it really that long of a time, though, too? Right. You know? What so. do you what do you think, Erin? Would it be weird for you to date someone who didn't drink? Um probably. But also Pat and I do so much socializing separate and we don't like drink a ton together. Right. Like if we're on vacation and stuff, like we'll go to bars together, but otherwise we really don't. It's more like just like drinking whiskey at home, like as a nightcap. Right. Which then we're not even getting too drunk. And then he gets mad at me because I drink too much of the whiskey. <laughs> but I think, uh, no, I think it can happen. I think it, like what Leo said, it, it sort of depends on like where you are or where he is in his like sobriety junior right. journey. Because right. I right. think I know sober people who date people who drink and it's fine. And then I know sober people who will only drink other sober people. I mean, who will only drink. <laughs> <laughs> who will only date other sober people. Right. So I think it depends. But I mean, like he knows you drank and he's willing right. to have ice cream with you. So. Right. And also I don't feel like you, like you definitely in, in bile, but I don't think that you like need to drink in order to have a good time. Like I right. think that you, if you couldn't drink, you would be okay. Like, right. Of course, for sure. Um, but I just love my wine and my cats. My cat is sitting at my computer. Also, like he's going like to do some work. Also, you're like a real easygoing drunk, too. Like, the way that, you know, Chelsea's <laughs> drunk is she'll just, like, lean back in her chair and just have a glazed smile. And then you're like, oh, we got to go soon. <laughs> but there's no point in, like, turns violet drunk. or you start, like, really embarrassing yourself. Like, you just are sort of, like. I just get sleepy. You just start following the conversation with your eyes and just, like, smiling blankly. And I'm like, all right, you're not here anymore. You're gone. <laughs> I just retreat inward. Well, this is not the answer to your question at all about how to succeed on online dating. Here's how you do it. Like a job. So I guess, yeah, the the crux of that whole story. Yeah. Even though I'm super fucking busy and don't even have time to be going out for ice cream tonight. I'm trying to take it as seriously. You do. You have to treat it like a part-time job and Mm -hmm. it sucks and I hate it. Yeah. it's But if you want to get results i think you do have to treat it that way that's how i did because i met pat online and it i had and i was like this is this is my part-time job and like every night i'd be like doing stuff for like an hour or two at night or and then like going on a ton of dates and stuff you just have to yeah it's the way it works so you never did online dating or anything Leo? nope i was never on like an online dating thing um I did like meet up a couple times with like people and go on a date like through like MySpace or something like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was like, it, yeah. to be honest with you, like I'm really weird when it comes to the like the initial spark. Okay. Like, that whole thing. Also feel like I don't necessarily have like a type. Yeah. I've always been like interested in like whatever. Right. I don't know how to explain this, word, but basically... <laughs> Just I, interested in whatever. You, you know, know what I mean? Are we into stuff? Let's do this. Right. No, I've, I think that, like, uh, I don't have a type in, in particular. Like, it took me a while to figure that out. Is that, right. like, I don't have a type... And that like I a really physical type. You like mean. a physical type. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. like guys like, oh, I'm yeah. a boob guy. I'm a butt guy. Right. <laughs> I like blondes and stuff. Like, I feel like those guys sound like idiots. And it probably sounded like that at certain points in my right. life, but only just because I thought you were supposed to. Right. And that's, but to be honest, I feel like I'm more like, I, I've always been more interested in something that seems like a chance encounter. Okay. 
instead of like b- like being forced like right now like i've i've had uh some of my friends have been trying to like get me to like hang out with like a dude and be like have a dude friend you know and, like, like me right <laughs> <laughs> well you're kind of like a dude but are you trying to no like, i mean like i feel like i have tried to do that like uh, or maybe it wasn't right. you specifically i guess it was actually your boyfriend yeah that, you're trying to that i was like oh my date. god right. be friends with this and friend. it just seems really odd to me because like i feel like if I was friends with somebody, it would be because like we hung out, we had a lot of fun and we had a lot in common or something. It wouldn't, you know, right. Or we became friends over this really funny encounter, you right. know? And, uh, so I feel like that's always been a focus for me. It's right. like also right. since I've only dated one person, that's I'm going on that one story. How long have you been um, to, with Babe? Uh, five years, five years. And what? Okay. Well, let's just get into it then. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, tell us who would play you in your lifetime movie. So our listeners know how to envision you. Do you have like a celebrity doppelganger? I have no idea who I would say for you. Is there anyone Um, you get? Well, I gained like, like a lot of weight. So I used to get, uh, Jared Leto, but now I'm just Um. kind of like if Jared Leto let himself go. (laughs) Jared Leto in chapter 21. Right. And, uh. People, I, I used to get a lot of people say I looked like Russell Brand. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I see, see that. Don't necessarily take it as a compliment. I just say. see that. Russell don't. Brand's not bad looking. <laughs> yeah. Russell, he, Brand's, Russell Brand's an he, ugly man. Nuh-uh. You don't look like Red. Russell. Like, you have it because no of the way. hair, I think. And, like, the, the hair. hair. Yeah. Like, I don't think your face looks like him. He yeah. has fucked up teeth. No, he's not ugly. He's but when I had no when I had shorter hair, people would tell me I looked like Billy Joe Armstrong. Like oh. The guy from Green Day. I could see that too. Those are good so, ones. I could see. I could see all those. I would have come you, up with zero of them on you, my own. It, take the love child of those three people. I guess that's perfect. Like what, that's yeah. Leo. I'll take it. You know, that's a good vibe. I'll like, take you it. You get that. That's sort of what right. we're working with. Yeah. Sure. So, it could be worse. <laughs> so tell us, and though, but okay. I am a serial ghoster. Like, I realized. God. I realized that. Like, I probably. I when I first started really thinking about like what story I'm going to talk about ghosting. Like I ghosted, I've ghosted thousands of people. Like, <laughs> literally oh not that I dated thousands of people, but like literally You're just I, ghosting entire towns. I, <laughs> it, it might be like part of my religion. Stopped. I'm always, I'm kind of like uncovering what is my own religion and life and kind of setting my own creed. But like, I really think ghosting is a good, it's a positive thing. And I've had to just get myself out of really terrible situations. I've had a lot of like really terrible friends that I've ghosted. Mm-hmm. And in particular, I wanted to bring up the story, but we'll, we can talk about my dating history in a second. But um, I always had a really hard time trying to ghost people, actually. Like I would continue to be friends with people after they'd given me like every literal oh, sure. reason to like not mm-hmm. do right. it. And so it, t- it took me a while to realize that like you do have to give yourself boundaries and cut people out of your life totally. to be, you know, there's a lot of really manipulative situations I've been in. Personally, I had a, a friend of mine who growing up, we were like mortal enemies for a while and uh, he spit on me in school what? and like, he spit on me and he was really mercilessly like teased me and stuff. And I showed up at his house once with a baseball bat (gasps) to kick his ass. And the bus driver saw me and like saluted me. Like I was was doing like, she was just like, I didn't see nothing literally. And because like this guy was a pain in the ass to everyone, but then we ended up becoming friends 
And as we became friends, we had a lot of drama constantly. I had a lot of drama. And one time he even showed up at my house and put a gun to my face. Holy shit. Loaded? Told me, yeah. Told me he had like a baby on the way. He told me he was like going to be able How to. How old was he? I don't know. We were like early 20s. But he was like literally. Oh, he just jumped in time because I was just picturing like a sixth grader with a gun. And I was like, right. we need to call CPS. <laughs> And but also, so, P.S. Leo is notorious for having like incredibly just insane stories, yeah, of things you've experienced in your life. So right. this comes as actually no surprise to me. So the guns yeah. pointing your head, yada yada yada. Go on. Okay. Another <laughs> another boring Leo story. <laughs> the gun pointed your head. No, but this, he he put a he put a gun to my head. And it, I opened the door and he put a gun in my face and he's oh like, I'm God. sorry, I'm going to have to do this, but I'm going to rob you and what? I need the money. And I'm I was just like, I didn't believe him at all. I just oh was God. like, get the fuck Were out of like, my hallway with this. Did you try asking me for money? No. I mean, honestly. He just jumped immediately to, I'm going to. He was always having so much drama. I didn't even believe, <laughs> I didn't even believe that he was like literally going to do this to me. And so I took the gun out of his hand and he was like, he didn't really resist or whatever. So then I have this gun in my hand and we sit down and I'm like, just fucking talk to me. Like what's going on with you? And he, he looked like pale as a ghost too. And I was just like, what the hell? Like you weren't really going to shoot me. There's no bullets in this. I opened the gun and there really, there was <gasps> one bullet in the gun. Oh my so he God. He had a bullet in the gun. Like he was, and I stayed friends with him still for <laughs> oh years. God. I stayed friends with him for years. Then there was like this drama where uh, I was like, yo, you got to quit drinking. And I tried to like get him to like get clean with me. And I was like, we just like partied too much. Growing so up. you already had so stopped drinking trying and you're like trying to get him out. on board. Okay. And there was a bunch that was just like, and then I brought him into another circle of friends. They're just like that. We don't even have enough time in this podcast to talk about all the stories. There's so <laughs> many stories. But then one of them was also um, uh, at the time I was. I was dating someone and he tried to tell her like all of these lies about me so that he could date her. Oh shit. Oh, no. What happened to the baby mama? Like the worst friend move that you could ever do. Yeah. Right. Ugh. And, uh, and then I ended up moving to New York right after that. And I was just like, you know, I kind of felt like I ghosted him at that point and didn't return his calls or we didn't talk anyways. I lived in New York, you know, and, uh, but then years later we reconnect online and then, like, years after that, he came to New York with his kids, and I took him out for pizza. Hmm. I took him and his kids out for pizza. And then, after they left, I noticed that he was, like, posting shit online, and it was, like, super racist. Oh, cool. And then I was oh just like, God. I can't, like, this is not okay. I can't, yeah. like, fucking look at this even online. So then I had to, like, unfriend him and his kids online, which was part of a process that I was about to uncover as part of my serial ghosting <laughs> but it didn't but that doesn't I, feel like a real ghosting though because he really pushed you to the point where you're like well this is this is where i feel like also okay so i also i've had a, i have dozens of stories like that like now i'm in therapy i realize that like i've let people mm-hmm. treat me really terribly i should have ghosted people for years like terrible people and hung out in just really weird kind of like sketchy circles in uh, I grew up in Detroit area. It wasn't like in the city proper, but we'd go down to the city and we were getting in right. trouble. And we were going to underground parties and stuff like that. But um, a lot of drama happened there. And I should have like, 
I, I felt like whatever happened, I had a lot of really dramatic things happen in my life where I kind of lost focus of being able to defend myself. And then once I became more conscious of that, like I was constantly having the same kind of problem with people all the time where I'm always letting some super giant psychopath come in and just run shroud over my entire life. Right. Mm -hmm. Once I started to realize it was like a pattern. Also, I had to get into therapy, which I waited until I was like way too old to even get into therapy. <laughs> I've only been going for a couple of years. But <laughs> once like, <laughs> you're too late. Man. It's a little late to look back. Yeah. But, uh, now I'm I'm very like uh, standoffish. Yeah, I feel like I don't. I don't really think of you standoffish. Uh, compared to where I used to be, okay. like okay, so but what what when I moved to New York, I feel like I was also was super hyper social, and social media was a new thing. Everyone right. was just getting on MySpace. It was like n brand new. People in Michigan didn't even know about MySpace. I came back from visiting New York. I was like, you guys got to try MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> like. And I friended everyone I ever met. I friended people I never even met online. <laughs> I, f I had I had thousands of, I'd like reached uh you know like, a maximum amount of. I got kicked. I actually got kicked off of Twitter when Twitter was brand new for friending too many people at one time because there was a point where they didn't like cap that. <laughs> I don't know if you guys they remember that. Now point. they did cap. Yeah, I didn't know oh, that. Oh yeah, you can't friend like thousands of people a day. There used to be like you a limit. A, day? a lot of people did this. This is why they have so many followers because they got the follow back when f Twitter first came out. Also, P.S. I was on Twitter before it was a website. It was just like a text messaging service before there was even apps like 2006. How is Twitter just text message? Isn't that just text messaging? You would get a code like whatever your username was and then you would text to like 40404 or something like that and you would say follow Leo and then it would follow me. And then what? anything that I text to 40404 would be texted to all my followers. Okay. So at that time it was just like all my friends. And then all of those oh things God. that I, I, I look at when I looked back at that, I was like, all these things were like, I thought just like a group text yeah. between me and my shitty friends at the time. Like we were so terrible at the shit that we were talking about. Yeah. And then it all ended up online. Oh my and then God. Later, I was like, Oh my God, I don't even know what the hell. I said, oh my but God. yeah, I Twitter was like that not one. even an app and not even a website. It was just like this, like you text to your friends thing. But anyways, everything I'm trying to say is that one day I just had this giant epiphany that like I kept on like running into people and being like, Hey, what's up? And they would just like walk right past me. And I was like, that's so fucked up because I see all of your shit on Facebook every day. You post about this and your grandma and this. And I, I know stuff that's going on in your life. Yet, like, you either don't recognize me or don't, like, want to talk to me in person. Like, why am I your friend on Facebook? Right. So, I also, I think I kind of stayed up late and was just in one of these, like, you know, have you ever stayed up too late and you're kind of in, like, a childish mood? Everything is just, like, Hell hilarious yeah. to you. So, and it's I, like I every might have been out of my life after three <laughs> glasses of wine may or may not have been on cold medicine. I don't remember, but like I, I, that's, I want to say that it was something like that. And babe and I were just like hysterically laughing. Cause I was like, I'm going to unfriend everyone that I can remember had, has ever like not said hi to me in person, but I'm friends with them on Facebook. And then after I did that, I was just like, I'm just going to unfriend everyone on Facebook. I love that. And I unfriended literally like a thousand people at random, just did it just and was yeah. thought it was hilarious. Then I also had an idea that I was going to like make a podcast about that, but I never ended up getting around to it because I was like, 
but also who cares? Because after a few <laughs> days, like I thought like all these people try to refriend me and all this stuff, but like a lot of people don't even notice that I unfriended mm, them. Right. If you're not, yeah, interacting all the time. And I probably didn't notice. We were probably friends then because I actually remember thinking, because we knew each other a long time just from doing right. open mics and stuff. And then we've now like reconnected and become good friends because you live here in the neighborhood. And I feel like I remember recently being like wanting to tag you on something on Facebook and being like, Oh, that's weird. Why am I not friends, no, with we're friends on Facebook? On Facebook now. We are now, but I think I re- it might've been a recent thing that I friended you. Oh, well I might've unfriended you then. That's, that's like, what I mean. It might've been, but maybe now like I'm thinking that, but maybe it also would have, I don't know either way. Um, also like right after it happened and people would be like, Hey, did you unfriend me? If like, if they're upset about it, like I'd make something up. I'll just admit that in your podcast is a nice little tidbit. Well. <laughs> like a friend be like, Hey, we've been friends for like 30 years. Are you, are you, are you sure you just like, don't want to be my friend anymore? I was like, Oh, sorry. I actually left my Facebook open at the Apple store and <laughs> somebody just like unfriended a bunch of my friends. But really it was just, I was just thought I it was hilarious Facebook to like open at the Apple store. And that's what the person wanted to do that yeah. got into your open Facebook. Yeah. You just unfriend a bunch of these motherfuckers. Let me just like with these guys, which is such a great way to do it though. Yeah. If you want to be like that. Um, but I, I think so you I ghosted a ton of people on Facebook. I ghosted a thousand people on Facebook for no reason. Basically, <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I don't really think I need this many friends. I don't think most of you are actually my friends. I don't think that like social media is kind of just like an experiment. And I don't know if it's working exactly the right. way it's supposed to. And uh, and also, you know, there's just like times where you you go on Facebook and I would just like. I went through a phase where I was very political and just getting in arguments with people about shit online all the time. Yeah. Is it your favorite thing? I mean, right after the election, that was the only cathartic thing right. with me. It was just like, like talking to people that I haven't spoken to in 20 years. Just like, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, you racist asshole. But I mean, I'm calm. Now I don't care. I mean, I mean, I still care about the politics part, but I'm, I'm like not as aggressive as I once was. Right. But... I just feel like, if anything, the the way that it kind of devolved so quickly sometimes that I was like, I don't know if I'm really helping my cause by doing this. Yeah. So, but like also like, I just don't know that like, do I really need to like be friends with everyone I was ever went to high school with? And Mm -hmm. like now they're, you know, we don't really see eye to eye on things. Like, do I really need to know what that person's doing and have them chime in on everything I post? Like, Hey, come to my comedy show. And they're like, you suck. Or like, you know, like, well, no, you don't need those people in your life for sure. No. And I feel like, but there is that pressure of, of social media. But, um, also I know you, you you wanted to talk about like my dating life. The the thing is, is that I'm just kind of like Mariah Carey about it. It's like, I don't know them. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're ghosted out of my life and out of my mouth like forever <laughs> bye um, i mean that's fair yeah. so no one in that instance in in the way of i guess like romantic relationships you have not necessarily ghosted or have you been ghosted i've never dated anyone <laughs> except for babe babe parker babe parker Shout is out my, to babe parker. the one only girl i've ever met in my life that still exists. <laughs> oh, that's strange that you just want to sort of like vanquish them from your memory. Um, well, interestingly enough, this is kind of uh, like, I, that's almost like my, it's like my fantasy that we're like alone, you know, like stranded on a tropical island type deal. Right. But it's like, it's literally in my dreams. Like, I don't care if nobody else exists on earth. Uh-huh. 
and so I'm very, I'm a very intense person to be with in a relationship. I realize for that, you're for a that cancer. Reason. Yes, you're I feel like it's also very Cancerian. Yeah, to be like that. Cancer meaning yes, the astral astrological <laughs> sign, not like the your exactly. The yeah. way it's explained in one of these astrology books is that it's it's the tender trap. It's like I trapped her like a little like devilish crab. <laughs> the tender trap. But That's I'm so cute. I'm I'm very also I'm very sensitive and I'm very uh uh I I would say like I'm also like I'm a very loyal person. I'm extreme I'm actually a very extremely loyal person, but I expect it back yeah of uh-huh. course and that's where i feel like my philosophy of ghosting like it's like if you really aren't there as my friend or whatever then you i'm know, just gonna if ghost we're a, you for a relationship and you're actually screwing me bye are you also a 30-3 yes New- we're 30-3 the numerology twinsies this is a, well this is a special numerology. you're not a cancer though no but i'm but numerology is different oh. and i'm a 30-3 P.S. The book on that is called The Life You're Born to Live by Dan Millman. And I'm obsessed with this book. I actually went to a book signing of his for like another book that he wrote, which is actually a novel. It's not this other book. And I showed up and I asked him all these questions about his numerology book. And he's like, this is is a different (laughs) book. (laughs) I felt really bad about it later, but like I'd found out I was young. Anyways, Dan Millman, (laughs) you're probably not listening, but. No, he's a huge fan. I have a surprise for you, Leo. Dan, <laughs> if you want to come out here, Dan, could be, you get in here? That would be amazing. Can, Sorry. Can you, can you though tell the story that the whole, we started talking about that you should tell on the podcast when I originally, I said, come on the podcast and we thought you should tell this story. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah, I have another story about how <laughs> I got ghosted by Polito's pizza. <laughs> I, first time I tried to get Polito's, I called them up and I ordered a cheese pizza to my house. And it was like eight o'clock. I guess it was it was pretty close to close or something like that. But I waited two hours for the pizza. Oh no! And it never came. And I so I called them back again, and realized that you know they're closed. So I never got my pizza. They ghosted me. Right? Does this count as ghosted? Hell yeah, like, it counts. <laughs> you never got your pizza. They ghosted you. But and I was they also never called you back. But yeah, and then also they invited you to their sister's wedding and never called you back. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like so mad about it for like two years. Every time I walked past their pizzeria, I'd be like, um, are you guys still coming? Like I'm still <laughs> waiting for them to, but I eventually I did go and try the slice. It's all right. It's all right. There's, I have to try all the pizza places around here and mm-hmm. whatever, whatever Politos, I forgive you. I know you probably are just tired and want to go home and said, Oh, who cares where that guy lives? I'm not going to call him. I'm not going to deliver him his pizza. That's the saddest story of me ever being ghosted. I wish more people would ghost me. That's another thing I want to talk about. Really? I wish, wish. Like people oh, like you were people, friends yeah. with? You mean, obviously. You don't wish, babe, if like right now it's clearing out the apartment. No, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, that would be upsetting. <laughs> that would be I don't don't think pretty bad. Like that. Don't ghost me if you're listening. <laughs> um, no, but like, I feel like I've had so many stalkers and like stalker friends. I've always just had like so many. I just, just leave me alone. If I don't want to talk to you, like just ghost me. Okay. Really teach me a lesson. <laughs> I wish people would ghost me, but also like my grandma ghosted me because she died. <laughs> that and then she turned into a ghost and show up, and, and then, then she said, "I'll call you, but I'm going to show up later tomorrow night." And then she yep. just never showed up. Well, she was a ghost thing. who ghosted. Did she actually like? I want to talk about that because you? I was like, I'm not even sure 
and I'm not trying to like pull some shit on you guys, but like I'm not even sure if ghosted is the proper term. Because if I understand ghosts, and I do believe in ghosts, by the way, I see ghosts and so I, ex- I communicate to ghosts. I totally, I don't even want to get into it if you don't, um, because I do. But so, yeah, so my friend, I, I don't see him as much anymore because he moved, but he was, uh, he owned some dogs and I would see him at the dog park and he was a medium and I didn't really believe in it at first. And uh, there was a few things that he kind of pulled like a rabbit out of a hat, like, really cool psychic type magic tricks where I was like, okay, this guy knows some stuff. He's right. like hit it on the, the head. But then the day that my grandma died was like pretty much, I was like, okay, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like literally I'd gotten a call and, uh, I found out that my grandma died and, you know, my family had wished that like, you know, uh, everyone find out, you know, properly right right and right. not like so like i was told like don't post it on facebook yeah. like nobody knows your dad went over there because we hadn't heard from her and so you know the ambulance hasn't even been there yet but right. just so you know your grandma passed and then i was like hung up the phone i was buying a coffee at the time that i found out i still had the coffee in my hand as i walked past his house and he came like running out of his house and was like oh my god just want to let you know like your grandma's with you and she's a ball of light on your shoulder <gasps> oh my god she's gonna be with you in your life and help you and just really happy for you and i wasn't sad because like it was it was a process of like she kind of like went you know she had been having health issues okay. and we kind of i wasn't so it wasn't a shock necessarily I guess I was kind of still in shock. Like I w- I'm not going to say I wasn't sad that she had passed, but it was sure. a very yeah. reassuring, you know, experience to have a medium right. tell you exactly like what just happened. Right. And there's really, I'm like, unless this dude had my phone bugged, which come on, you know, it's just like really amazing. Right. Um, and then since then, I feel like I've been more open to that kind of thing. So it was like your and first experience, you think? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I kind of looking back, I feel like I've had more experiences. didn't really know how to recognize it. And, yeah. Uh, there is that, you know, like where you feel like you see somebody, but it's somebody else. That kind of thing. Yeah. Sometimes if I, if, if I feel like I see her, that's actually like her revealing herself to me or saying hi. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also kind of ghosted me. And that's why I was thinking, like, is ghosted the proper term? Because ghosted actually means, like, you die, but then you, like, reappear. So that's, like, what a ghost is. So, like, ghosted is just, like, disappearing. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You're <laughs> totally right. It's just You're semantics. totally right. I, I think people understand what you're saying when you're talking about being ghosted. But I'm just thinking, like, maybe What's you should call it being, like... It? I don't know who disappears. You could call it like a Houdini or like a David Blaine. Like you got Blaine. Carmen San Diego. <laughs> you got Blaine. <laughs> no, the Houdini's um, good. Yeah, I don't know. Who disappears? You, you got Waldoed. You got Airhearted. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Lindbergh, the baby. There you go. Yeah, I got Lindbergh. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's sad because he, he died. I know. It's very um, sad thing. Yeah. No, you're very not fun. wrong. But yeah. now the th- term is like a zombieing if it's somebody who like. Zombie ghost is you, and then they come back, yeah, uh, like an inordinate amount of time later. Then that's yeah. like zombieing, and then now there's cushioning too, which I keep hearing about. Oh, what's that one? Cushioning is when you are dating somebody, and then either you have just started dating oh, or you're yeah. about to end dating, yeah. And so you start like filling up the bench, you start like, uh, you have Fill people the to roster, yeah, you have to, people to, to cushion, fall to back on the breakup, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
when you think the thing you're doing is ending. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not cool. It's cheating worst. light, I think. Yeah. It's pretty light. bad. It is cheating light. Yeah. It's like actually just cheating, depending on how much. Because it's one thing if you're just like, oh, talking to this person and you never like talked about being exclusive, like then do and live your life. But if no, you're, but like, I think it's like you just start like casually chatting to somebody oh that's not cool that's so gross everyone's the worst should i just I cancel my ice cream date i mean you should because it's 10 30 at columbus circle like what are you doing i know but then if i don't like literally this is the only time i have to date for the rest of the foreseeable at least the next month All it's right, just like go. late night things i just feel like i have to live like i'm in college I guess you know what i mean nuts. 10.30 just seems like so late at night now. I think as I go to bed at 10.30 and I can't imagine like starting an activity then. No, you're not wrong. Like this is insane. But I'm going to commit to the cause. What if he's my husband? What? Like, and then I'll be eating my words. I'll be like, thank God you got ice cream. <laughs> All right, you guys. On that was note. That, on that note. <laughs> oh my God. Was I a boring guest? That's no. so sad. Really? My, my story no, is like. Why do you now? Really? Okay. Yeah, I hope it wasn't boring. Hope everyone who's listening, I hope you were thoroughly entertained. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, if you're one of the thousand people that unfriended on Facebook, don't take it personally. I just thought it was hilarious. Where can people um, learn more about you and stalk you? Um, You can't. Friend That's me on Facebook. Friend me. Facebook. <laughs> well, you have um, a show at QED. I have a show at QED. It's every which Wednesday, is a place in a comedy Wednesday. place in Astoria. Yes, yes. It's every. Uh, I host it with Bay Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, it is um, Nito Bedito. P.S. Speaking of Big A ice cream, they might come to the show. We're doing a Pride Week celebration show. There's uh-huh. a whole string of them, and the Big A ice cream truck is going to come to one of them. That's Ooh. awesome. So, or maybe a couple. I'm not sure. Oh, that's, that's so exciting. Fun. Maybe. I heard it's a maybe. So, um, I'm very excited about that. So, that's June 21st, 7.30 p.m. It's $7 and it's worth it. QED is such a fun spot, though. It is, if you're in New York. Yeah. What about Twitter? Anything? Do um, you want people to follow you on Twitter and learn yeah, about the terrible things yeah. that you say? I have, I have a, a Twitter alias davy stevie dave you can follow me at davy stevie dave uh-huh. um also you can follow davy stevie dave on <laughs> snapchat also on instagram mm-hmm. also on peach um are you guys peach are you on peach oh i'm also is it a sex davy stevie dave is also on myspace because it's back oh. <laughs> um, tom will be thrilled so i'm just trying to get as many people uh online to follow me so i can but what the fuck is him. peach Oh, I don't think it's going to catch on. It's I feel like, like I thought it was already over. Is it just I'm vegetables? On, I'm on like everything as Davy Stevie Dave. Okay. You're the best. Leo, thank you so much. Uh, everybody pray for me and my ice cream date and we will see you guys. Oh, wait. And then we also have a live oh, show. Oh, we have a live show. <laughs> we have a live show. July 25th. July 25th. Everybody come out Where? for it at the Pit Underground, which is a different oh. pit location than if you came to the last one. Also, starting Wednesday, oh. June 28th, I'm going to have a Facebook live show straight from my living room called What a Delight with Chelsea White. Do you Facebook, Facebook page, page to come okay. or maybe it'll be up by the time you guys listen to this. That's a goal for you. Uh, what a Delight with Chelsea White. It'll be live every Thursday, every Wednesday at 8 starting the last Wednesday in June. And uh, yeah, so check that out. Very exciting. If you need more of me, which nobody does. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Boo. Boo.